0: like to point out that Clinton had gone into uh, Haiti and uh, uh, McCain had gone to Colombia and they had spent a lot of times and a lot of trips going to these countries setting up the immigration uh, you know what is manifested uh, that we're seeing today uh, with 10,000 people you know or five six thousand people uh, encounters per day like my my situation, they, they, they prosecuted me, brought charges against me on March 6, 2003 and brought me before a military tribunal as a civilian. As a civilian, because...
1: If you've been paying attention, you know the global economy is transforming. The BRICS nations want to see the end of the dollar reserve currency, and many countries are joining their effort. The Western banking system is the most fragile it's been since 2008. The highly respected Weiss Research Group accurately provided advance warning on which banks are going to fail with 99.3% accuracy after the 2008 crisis. They are now predicting that a whopping 4,243 banks are vulnerable to failure, and 1,210 of those banks face imminent failure. When this situation comes to pass, it will dwarf the 2008 banking crisis. The only asset that has historically weathered a storm this severe has been precious metals. It has never been a better time to buy gold and silver to protect your family. Contact Miles Franklin at info at Tell them Sarah sent me. And you will get the best service and the best prices on gold and silver in the country. That is a guarantee from them to me. Remember, info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent me. Do this now to protect your assets and the ones you love. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a whistleblower from the Merchant Marine. He's an officer from the Merchant Marine that's underneath the Navy. It's supposed to be. It's this whole now it's under the Coast Guard. He's going to explain the whole thing, but he's a whistleblower that's blowing the whistle on how they're managing our the ships coming into our Coast Guards and to our, you know, our harbors. 97% of all of our global supply chain it comes in through these harbors and these ships and he's going to sh- share with you how they removed the oversight and now there there is no oversight for finding identifying problems in the ships identifying uh human trafficking drug trafficking uh anything else that could be a problem that they remove those safeguards and he blew the whistle on that and then ended up getting persecuted and all these things. And he's trying to get his case in front of the weaponization of government committee. And he's regardless, this really does need to be looked at if it's 97% of our supply chain, it's owned by foreign entities and it's the number one way they ship in drugs and do the trafficking We have to look at it. And it's also a way that they're bringing in um, illegal immigrants. It's just incredible. And there's no oversight, reasonable oversight, to make sure that we can address these problems. This really makes us vulnerable. And since it's foreign-owned, they can at any time, they can mess with our global supply chain because we don't have control over any of that. So it's really something that needs to be looked at. And when you... Think about it, you know, having the Coast Guard or the American Coast Guard or having the Navy who's supposed to look over it, that makes people feel safe, but not if they eliminate the processes that were there to safeguard it. And so that's what he's going to talk about. So I hope you enjoy this program. I hope you share it with others. He is worried about his safety. So, in order to keep whistleblowers safe, they need to get out there and they need to be in the public eye. I think other, uh, Radio shows should be talking to him, uh, other podcasters, so that he can get this story out there. It's important regardless of what you think of him or not. This issue is a serious issue that we need to address, and Congress needs to look at it. Before I get into this show with you, I want to remind you about the wellness company. I know that we just had Peter McCullough on he talked about the fact that 15% of the people out there are injured due to the jab suffering in silence, they don't know what to do, they probably don't know why they feel like crap talk to the wellness company. They have doctors on staff that can help you. They're educated on what the jab can do to you. They also have other products like spike support that can handle, you know, dissolving blood clots, dissolving the spike protein. They can help you recover and feel better. They have other products as well. They also have the sleep support if you're having a problem with there's your- so many people are having problems because of anxiety. What's going on? It's hard in this world today knowing what's going on and not having sleep issues. I mean, I, for one, have issues with sleep. I wake up with anxiety. It's not a good thing. And you need to learn how to de-stress. I go to yoga in the morning. I do what I can to get past, you know, the stressful, stressful doing this job. And I know it's stressful doing your job. So you can look in, into this restful sleep, the spike support, maybe get help from doctors. You can save 10% by using the code Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. And their products are very uh, affordable and geared towards you. So give that a try. The link is twc.health Sarah and use the code Sarah. Okay, let's get into my conversation with Eric Shine. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the program. Hello,
0: Sarah. Thank you.
1: I I'm really glad that you're here and you're telling your story. I think you have an important story to tell a whistleblower story from a side of the military that people don't understand and they don't understand how important it is to our country and what you experienced is a huge red flag for our country. Can you first talk about what your background is so people understand, you know, who you are and you know, let's get some foundation here on you.
0: Well, first and foremost, I'm uh, a civilian as a Merchant Marine officer, um, but in times of war, I have my uh, I went to Kings Point, the United States Merchant Marine Academy, back in New York. And if, if there's a war or national emergency, uh, via Title Ten Executive Order, they activate my naval commission, and then I would be a, a point of contact on a merchant vessel, a commercial merchant vessel.
1: And so your experience at the academy—that's an appointed position. Like, not just anybody can go to the academy. It's kind of like West Point, right?
0: Yeah, it's exactly like it's. Uh, uh, I'm nominated congressionally um, to the academy, and then appointed by the president as a naval officer once I graduate.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Okay, so your experience in whistleblowing and craziness started with your experience in the naval. Um, command can you talk about your your career up to before you ended up seeing things were really weird
0: well it started with uh the um on march 6th well march 1st talk
1: about before we get into the details of what you saw that was weird talk about your career a little bit because i want to establish i mean you were a really good officer you were i was up
0: for promotion as a lieutenant commander in the navy in the I mean. and the naval reserve special component that i'm in in the united states marine ready reserve um i was up for promotion to lieutenant commander and i was up to sit for my license upgrade that i had uh already had approved by the coast guard um the coast guard just has um uh, they don't really carry on oversight of us. They do to an extent, but now, um, with bringing charges against me, they control the merchant marine. It's absolutely even at the um, uh, the superintendent of the academy, Kings Point, United States Merchant Marine Academy. It was traditionally run by the Navy, and now the Coast Guard is the superintendent there. The Coast Guard has a admiral who is superintendent of the academy instead of uh, a naval officer or a graduate of Kings Point.
1: Okay, so let's talk about why they switched that. But before we switch that, you were an outstanding uh, naval commander, and you had what over a decade of great service. No questions; they thought you were great. You were promoted many times, and then you ran into your problems. Yeah okay now why did they switch the naval the naval marines merchant marines merchant under Marine. the merchant marines under the coast guard versus being part of the navy
0: well they didn't really switch it they carried on a um I guess I, I i guess it's a, um the navy doesn't really want to deal with us because they consider us civilians under naval training um it's, it's very sad because we have a stronger um, inclination to protect the civil rights, due process, all the constitutional guarantees that we have uh, because we are normally a civilian, but then we get activated and become a naval you know, officer. Um, so
1: what do the merchant marines do?
0: Uh, they run cargo.
1: Okay, that's what we get. They run the cargo for the entire. I mean, it affects our entire commercial everything. Our food, uh, our I mean, all of our supplies, our medical supplies, our food, our um, our uh, probably our oil. Ninety-seven
0: percent of all um, cargo goes by sea. So very little goes by air carrier, and that's soon to change with. Uh, uh elon musk and uh you know uh, space transport and or
1: yeah so they're gonna change elon musk is in everything and i yeah while he has time to do all his twitter work and tweeting but regardless
0: i'd like to bear caution with um about elon musk because he is a uh graduate of the Young Global Leader Program um, of the World Economic Forum. And that that's one thing that I, I need to say is that um, I i approached Senator Feinstein to write a letter for me or to um, concede some help uh, for my situation. It was uh, about a year after they had brought charges against me and I had gone through hell. Um, he wrote a letter for me, to Nicole Nason, supposedly for me. Yes, to Senator okay. Feinstein. I have a copy of it, I can show you. Uh, but she wrote a letter, Senator Feinstein wrote a letter to Nicole Nason, who was Undersecretary for Governmental Affairs for the uh, U.S. Department of Transportation. So she's like second or third in command of, of the Department of Transportation. Um, that's where us the United States Merchant Marine, and the Coast Guard used to reside. Um, That's why I I filed a, a, a whistleblower complaint with the weaponization of the federal government. But Senator Feinstein wrote the letter to Nicole Nason and her and her husband are both members of the Council on Foreign Relations. They are both members of the World Economic Forum. And are both graduates of the Young Global Leader Program. David Nason is her husband. They, they uh Nicole Nason also counts Porter Goss, head of the CIA at the time, uh, as her mentor. And Porter Goss is a member of Book and Snake. It's like uh the uh death club that Carrie and um George Bush and all of his familial line uh George Bush's father George H W Bush Samuel Bush president that out probably.
1: of Yale or is it separate
0: Yes yes it's yeah. uh it, it's more prestigious book and snake is than the brotherhood of death
1: Jeez okay uh, so let's get into. There's so much here. I know that this could be, as you were saying before, Sarah. This could be four-hour interview, and so yeah. we're trying to get get, and we'll have you back. But we're trying to get a, establish a basis of so people understand. Now the merchant marines watch over all of our cargo, our almost entire, you know, supply of, of goods coming into this country what happened specifically to you that made you want to blow the whistle
0: um well they they came after me
1: they wow. um
0: what did uh, you do i i sued apl asm and patriot systems um they were it was supposed to be all one lawsuit but the uh, attorney that i had at the time um you know uh, bought off. He, he's you know w- when you come up against the World Economic Forum, um, all bets are off. You know, yeah, the they're... judges
1: get paid off. The judges yep. get changed out. Yep. The I mean, suddenly you no he's, longer he... have a judge that's even. even they bring in well, guest judges. I mean, there's all no, sorts just, of weird crap that happens. Just, I've seen that firsthand.
0: But go ahead. To that to that to that very issue, I had um a FISA court judge. In New York, who's a district court judge, Raymond J. Deary, flew out from uh, New York to San Francisco. He's not even a, an appellate justice. He's a New York district court judge, but he's a FISA court judge. Um, he flew out to New York. Uh, I, I, I finally added up for appeal, and this is only on the aftermath of what they had done to me.
1: But um, I need to learn why you were in this lawsuit in the first place. But keep well, going I sued, on. I mean, I they played a whole AP- bunch of games in court, it sounded like, which is yeah, I really sued what APL. happens every time.
0: I sued APL and why? I sued Matson at, for a breach of our shipping articles. Our shipping articles go back to 1791.
1: Okay. And so why That's did you feel they that they needed to be sued? What was the specific oh, through, concern I, I, that you had?
0: I filed grievances that they, they had targeted me before this. They had uh, on the uh, MV Philippines, the uh, SS Comet, the Coast Guard officer who was brought in to um, uh, basically target me and, and uh, carry on prosecution of me for fourteen years. The SS Comet, I, I, we were lighting off the boilers. It was a uh, uh, we were changing the status. It was a um, held a vessel held by the merchant marine um, in reserve status. It went to full operating status. It was a short job. I was there to light off the boiler and get things going and test the ship, and then uh, uh, lay lay it up um, or or transfer it to the new owner or new manager, I guess. a better way of saying it because it's a it's a government ship um so we're lighting off i saw what they were doing was um uh, unsafe i said i'm i'm not doing it uh they had the third i was second assistant engineer on board in charge of the boilers and when i say something about the boilers you should listen and they didn't they didn't listen they they did this uh uh trying to hurry up and get and prove that they could do it and do it cheap and do it cheaper or, you know better than anyone else um they went to light off the boilers there was a flashback and an explosion and the third assistant engineer that they had uh take over in my stead and I'm standing back I'm 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 not involved in the Light off procedure other than helping out, but I'm not gonna, you know, be lighting it off. They uh they also uh so there was an explosion.
1: Went... Did somebody die? Did somebody get hurt? No,
0: he, he okay. was burned on the side of his neck because he had all the protection equipment on. Okay. But they shouldn't have uh lit off the boiler because they didn't listen. This this vessel was owned or is operated by um American president lines, American ship management. It's a company APL that was sold by uh, Andrew. Well, it was uh, approved for sale by Andrew Card when he was uh, Secretary of Transportation under the first Bush, George H.W. Bush. Th- this thing has been; they have planned this for many, many generations. Um, th- this is about the. Uh, reinvigoration of the United Kingdom it's it's United Kingdom all around the world if not run by King George Uh, it's you know someone acting in his his stead. but they they don't all these
1: all these shipping vessels are owned by these foreign countries and they're bringing in our goods and they're operating in unsafe manner
0: yes APL was owned by Singapore at the time, but it's since been moved to France.
1: Okay, so you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. So you sued, saying that they're operating in an unsafe manner. Is that the basis of your lawsuit? No, I
0: sued because I we have a licensed personnel board. It's uh, to hear any and all grievances, minor or major, collective or you know individual or collective. within 30 days so then you you hear the grievance you settle the dispute and you go on your way you're back to shipping and everything because you have to wait around for the uh uh hearing of the board the board is supposed to meet every 30 days and hear any and all grievances so i was fired uh let go on the uh, ss comet They promoted the third to my position. Okay, they
1: fired you because of the explosion, even though you warned them
0: and they they, didn't listen to you? They didn't fire me. They just let me go.
1: Okay, but it was because of that incident. And so then you went and did a grievance. And what happened during that process?
0: Well, it it never uh, materialized. the, The licensed personnel board, I found out at the time, has been dismantled taken apart. And they can't do that because our shipping articles are uh, admiralty. It's it's statutory law and it's contractual law.
1: Okay. So they got rid of this grievance board and then you were left with no outlet essentially. And then you sued in the courts.
0: Yes. But uh, they had set up another couple, uh, uh, the APL Jackson was a uh, another vessel. I got a uh, ninety-day job. You you can either ship off the board or you're a permanent employee of, of the shipping company. Um, I I I prefer to um act as a uh, uh someone who's shipping off the board. You know, you take a whatever comes your way, you take it. You know, or, or you pass on it. Um. This whole system, uh, Meba is uh, Marine Engineers Beneficial Association. It is um, it's very old and antiquated, but it works when they use the system that's supposed to be, you know,
1: used. And what does um, it work for? It's to flag unsafe conditions. It's to flag things that everything. are just not good for the American people it, and say, for well, the workers and anything that's just not going right. Yeah, even even
0: um feeding. Uh if you're getting two meals a day instead of three, you write a, up a grievance for it and because they get these contracts, they're they're enormous contracts. Uh five ships for 5 years. Could be $500 million or a billion dollars for operating five ships. Um, and what they do is they like the mob, and it, I say that because it is the mob is involved in it, is that they uh, whittle away a little bit of everyone's rights to, on board to put money in their own pocket.
1: It's typical, the, it's typical. It's yeah. typical squeezing everybody to maximize your profits. And that's what's going on. But they do that at the expense of the safety of the workers, the safety of the people yes. and stuff. And so that's what you were trying to address. And then you ended Stomach. up. Oh, it's coming. Okay. But you, during this process, you ended up learning so much more, I would assume. Okay. So then what happened?
0: Well, after the uh, uh, Matson vessel, I, I, I I worked a couple vessels before they brought charges against me. On March uh, 6, 2003, they charged me with being depressed.
1: For what What? But for what for reason? What was their...
0: Because the uh, APL, Archie Morgan, uh, the heir apparent or the uh, heir of the Morgan Trust and J.P. Morgan, was the float <clears throat> uh, float personnel manager for APL ASM uh, the the umbrella of corporations that is up in San Francisco um he uh, asked the Coast Guard to investigate me through the hearing process and I got cleared by other officers who were you know true blue uh, who were Patriots and they said no actionable misconduct. So they but couldn't But your misconduct
1: anything. was depression?
0: No, they well they they looked they tried to set me up on several subsequent vessels, the Matson, SS Maui and the um APL uh President Jackson. Um you know the APL used to name all their ships after uh, American presidents. Now they name them the APL uh, Singapore, the APL China, the APL, you know, whatever country they're going into. Uh, Bush, George Bush, George H.W. Bush, they have uh, vested interest in APL, American President Line, because it was uh, one of the companies that they had, um, they own Homburg America Lines that was shut down uh, for trading with the enemy, um, the Germans, the Nazis, in World War II, um, they gave the company back to uh, the Bush family, and they, it was later merged with um, Dollar Lines to make um, American President Lines. That's how they came up with the uh, Roosevelt had done it prior to the war, leading up to the war. Uh, World War II, um, he was the uh, Secretary of the Navy, I think, was uh, what Roosevelt started out as, or started out way before that, but um, okay, his so, highest, highest position was.
1: Okay, so why were they so angry with you? Because you were more of a thorn they wanted to get rid of at that no, point? It, or... it
0: was, yeah, because they had taken the Licensed Personnel Board that was a, million, a multi-million dollar board. That's supposed to meet every 30 days. And they had done away with it.
1: And and what was your, but why did they, were they angry with you?
0: Because I made such an issue of them doing away with the board.
1: Oh, because you, okay. So you were, now were you blowing, you were trying to tell everybody this board is critical to make, is making sure that the safety of the people and the goods and everything. Now, let me ask you, if this board, I know that they traffic drugs and they traffic yeah. humans and they traffic organs, and this is the the number one way that they're doing that by removing the this Margaret, board and removing. And now, does that clear the way for them to do their trafficking?
0: We can't we can't complain about anything. We can't don't have a grievance for anything maritime that comes up. There there's no you know if you have a whistleblower complaint that I I put in way back when. Uh, under 46 USC 2114, there's no one to hear
1: it. So no if one... there are issues like that, they, they pretty much have free reign to do any kind of criminal activity they want,
0: essentially. Yes, essentially.
1: And and it's 97% of our stuff coming in. It's the, the number one way they're bringing in all their criminal goods, whether it's guns or drugs or children or organs or whatever. Well, it's yeah. it, it, the sound of freedom. Had an example of the kids in that movie were shipped on a ship. I mean, they were in a yeah, yeah, and They've, but there was nobody there that could flag it because they got rid of this process
0: because we're you know considered now under the thumb of the Coast Guard and we're really not supposed to be. The Coast Guard is just a uh, it it. it, it it's it's to guard the coast of america of the united states you have to understand that now with biden and so much stuff going on that we're operating within the north american union canada the united states and mexico are one
1: and why do you say that i know that there's this north american because what has changed about the way things are operating, that it is now this North American Union, and what does that mean?
0: Kamala Harris went to the border. She's been there. She went to the border, the southern border of North American Union. She went to the the border between Guatemala and uh, Mexico.
1: Okay, so she went to this border, but what was her what was her goal? What what was happening?
0: She she went to the border. She went to the border of america you went this is she never ever went to the uh border between mexico and america
1: it was symbolic then because she's never going she's not going to the border between our countries mexico and united states she's only going to the border of the north american union and making a point to just do that and not the other right that's what you're saying that's a that's pretty big how many times has she gone there?
0: Uh, a couple of times and, and before that I would like to point out that Clinton had gone into uh, Haiti and uh, uh, McCain had gone to Colombia and they had spent a lot of times and a lot of trips going to these countries setting up the immigration uh, you know what is manifested. Uh, that we're seeing today uh, with 10,000 people, you know, or five, 6,000 people uh, encounters per day.
1: Vaccinated or not, toxic spike proteins pose a long-term threat to your health. The top doctors at The Wellness Company have introduced a revolutionary spike support formula that is the only product that contains ingredients that block and dissolve spike proteins inside your body. The powerful formula has been shown to dissolve spike proteins and blood clots and it works to help your body repair from other potential damage. This amazing formula is also much less expensive than buying each ingredient separately. That's because the Wellness Company puts you and your needs first use the link below or go to sarahwestall.com under shop to buy your daily spike support it's time to protect you and your family against the effects of covid vaccines and shedding again use the link below or buy at sarahwestall.com under shop okay so now when they're are they setting it up are they coming in through these global ship lines bringing them in like let's say a a cargo ship would have a bunch of haitians that go into mexico and then they cross the border
0: I wanted to mention there is uh, the the uh, one uh, carrier that I brought up that that's out of the Netherlands, Dutch, uh, Maers, is running uh, cocaine. They they seized a billion dollars of cocaine. The crew was involved in it. They took the whole crew off and then they let the ship go after removing the cocaine that the uh, crew. Had smuggled on board, and it was a billion dollars. This is just the crew. So, if you think of these um, large ocean-going vessels that carry upwards of uh, you know twenty-four thousand or more uh, TEUs, they're um, uh, twenty-foot uh, equivalent units. Um, that is a marvelous way. To run drugs and they're doing it and they're doing it mass scale into Maersk has the eastern seaboard, which goes uh, eastern seaboard and then goes through the Panama Canal and then down to Peru and, you know, all along the uh, uh, eastern coast or western coast of the uh, uh, South America. And then APL, which is French, it used to be American flag carrier. But they figured out how to do it. Um, the uh, American president lines is French, uh, from France, out of French.
1: I had a person that came on. God, this was back in 2015, probably, and he shared his story of. He was a Colombian family that owned the shipping. The the largest that pretty much have monopoly in Colombia for the shipping, and it was that was before Colombia was maybe back in the 70s, maybe in oh. the 60s before they were a clean co- uh, country. They didn't have a drug problem. They didn't have crime. They didn't have. It was just a really beautiful country, and then the Bushes came in and took over the shipping, and they ended up killing his father, and they transformed that country into a drug haven, and their family no longer owns the shipping company. Now the Bushes do probably through this exactly through is, what you're talking uh, about. And he was, he b- talked about his whole story on how his family was destroyed when they wanted to, and they ended up destroying the, turning the country into what it is today when before it was one of the safest countries in the world.
0: Yep, They're doing that all over the world uh, where they want just the, uh, Ruling elite, which is I, I will you know be very uh, candid with you, uh, it is the royal family, the German, the uh, British, German, Yiddish. Uh, you know I say Yiddish. It's because uh, uh, Israel or Jerusalem has a royal family. Uh, it wasn't even a royal family from Israel. It was the uh, uh, Europe. Who came in and uh, conquered uh, the Israelis? It's a a British German because you know think of our uh, uh, our Revolutionary War, we fought against a German British king who did not speak English. He spoke German.
1: Yeah, yeah. My background is German, German and England. Actually, I'm Scottish. But, but, you know, you're, it's like my... my. Go ahead. You're an American. But I'm an American. And I, I can't... I don't like what we're seeing here. It doesn't matter what your background is. You can come from any... Be in, my family's indigenous, actually. They're Mexican, my husband and stuff. It doesn't matter. We're people. And the way this is going down is not good for humanity. But you're pointing to one of kind of... You know, when you really have to try to solve these problems you're getting to kind of like the nut of what we have to solve to take care of so many of these crimes that are going on. They probably, you probably are a complete pain in the butt because it's a core of what we need to solve. If we want to deal with this child trafficking and organ trafficking and drug problem, it's coming over the water. But I asked you a question earlier the immigrants, are we seeing immigrants being shipped into Mexico to come over the border versus oh, into in... our port? Chinese, or are they coming in there too?
0: They found in containers uh numerous Chinese and other nationals being shipped into the United States. They 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 um have grabbed, it's a matter you don't you don't hear like if you work in the uh, tank ship industry, the tankers. Like Exxon Valdez, you hear about all kinds of little oil spills and everything that is not uh, put out to the general population. It's kind of kept on the, you know, fly. Um, but when you work in the industry, you see things that are not kosher or not cool. That, uh, uh, you know, like my my situation, they they. They prosecuted me, brought charges against me on March 6, 2003, and brought me before a military tribunal as a civilian, as a civilian, because when I'm an officer in the Merchant Marine, I'm a civilian. That's a civilian license that is coupled with my naval uh.
1: They weren't allowed to do this, right? They had to take you to a civil court, but they didn't care. They put you under a military court. And the whole goal was to just shut you up, right? I mean, it's a mob situation. So it's thug behavior. It's like when the FBI goes to intimidate somebody, they come with all these guns and 15 people in the middle of the night. You didn't do anything. You're scratching your butt in your pajamas. And there you are. And you're just this innocent person. And your biggest crime is that you spoke up about something that's essentially what happened here is you're a good employee trying to do what was right. And you're saying, Hey, we're, this is not good for us. And then they want to shut you up because you're interfering with their criminal network.
0: Well, and they, you know, a lot of these people are, we're talking generations back. Um, one individual's name, Cecil Ray, R E Y. Ray means king in spanish.
1: Okay, so th- they've they're related to the Spanish king. Uh
0: yeah, did you see the um incident with uh, uh, that DeSantis and uh state of Florida is fighting with uh, Disney, Disney World and they came out with that it was a uh you had to go to um before the constitution was uh, enacted uh, a codicil in a special contract that deeded the land to uh, Disney from the King uh, uh, King of England.
1: Yeah. And so Disney had its own little country there in Florida yeah, and then yeah. they ended that, but okay, let's but, get back wait, to Let you. me say something Go ahead. Go that, ahead. that's
0: tied to that. Is here in um Newport, you have the Irvine Company, and Irvine supp- supposedly the story goes, that he got a land deed from the Spanish king. He as much land as he could ride around in a day. He placed horses around the um he, he pre-placed horses around what he sought that, you know, he wanted to grab uh, from the Spanish king. And uh, they got a huge swath of land back when, uh, before, you know, California ever became um, a part of the, the uh, uh, you know, United States. Um, but he, he got this from a Spanish king. It was deeded uh, uh, to them. Uh, and it is the it's all of Newport It's a huge area. And it's become a corporation now and it's uh, passed hands, I think, back to the um, Spanish king.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of those monarchs own like the pay who were the French minor or the yeah the French monarchy? They at the turn of the century. When you look at who owned what, you could get back to all those original records. They own like a third of all businesses, that, yeah. and I'm not kidding you. They yeah. so Paysaurs is the family that is a lot of people think are the top of the pyramid, um, and they're just hidden. I don't know who is or who isn't, but they own so much wealth. The Rothschilds obviously own so boys, much wealth. Too. There was a point where the Rothschilds owned a quarter of all the assets in the world. I mean, they were just that wealthy. Within 100 years, 125 years, they're not going to go from owning a quarter of all the assets to not being even listed on the the Forbes wealthiest no, they, people list. And same with the pay You know, you can't own a third of all companies in this country and then suddenly go to not being known or have any money. That's just not how it works.
0: The Civil War was uh, evolved around um, JP Morgan Sr., uh, who was a British um, banker uh, and uh, investment uh, bank um, who carried on war profiteering he worked for both sides in the Civil War, and uh, basically took uh, even back then in the Civil War, he took control of um, American uh, banks and other you know investment companies to seize them in the Civil War uh, because they were taken down, and he picked up carcass of the company in the middle of the civil war
1: yeah well, i'm not okay so let's but, talk but, about your situation where is it morgan right? go ahead jp
0: morgan jr his son uh he set up the federal reserve act of 1913
1: that's right. he was a he front up, by the way for the rothschilds but go ahead
0: yeah well he that's, didn't even own I,
1: the bank he owned this, no but even
0: um yeah. I'm trying to think of who our first uh, Secretary, uh, Secretary of the Treasury was, Hamilton. Um, Hamilton, it's come out since then, is directly tied to uh, Rothschild. He's a bloodline, a member of the bloodline. of, uh, And that, that's why they've had these plays, Hamilton and all this other stuff. The Coast yeah, Guard.
1: Well, if you go and you look at all the presidents, people have done research. And I, you know, I haven't dove into this that much, but they claim that that every single president has a Thai bloodline tie. Except, to all these ex- guys. except
0: three or four.
1: Yeah, almost all. But let's talk about your situation because it is that important. It, people might not think it's all this glamour. It's fun to talk about all these other things, but we, this is kind oh, of no, the I'm, nut. I'm th- this is the nut of our problem.
0: But I'm telling you that they are involved in and... Sure, uh, of course. Like like J.P. Morgan, he um, started the Coast Guard in 1915. And they're trying to backdate the Coast Guard to 1790.
1: Oh, they're trying to say that it started back then? And they're trying yeah. to do that to establish what's well, the same thing that they...
0: That it's a branch of military now.
1: They, they've been doing that, the changing of history to change their credibility and they've yep. done it in many different historical areas which is kind of the backdrop of this gets into conspiracy theory but i don't know if it is or not and this is where the evidence is lying that the whole middle ages may not have been even you know the dark ages it was dark because it really didn't happen there were there's a whole um russian uh, uh, university and their students that were a uh, professor that was working on this <laughs> excuse me and they showed that without a doubt well i shouldn't say without a doubt because i mean we have to have different people look into it and 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 vet it but it looks like it's pretty vetted that the timeline was like truncated like we really went from the roman area to the the renaissance and that whole middle ages were made up and the reason they did it was because the royal families that wanted to have claim wanted to claim that they've owned this for 800 years when they only really owned it for 50. And it was a means. It's the same concept that you're talking about with the the Coast Guard. It's a means to establish credibility. And I think they did that with our history, which is interesting. I'm not going to say that's for sure. I'm going to say that is what people are are coming up with, and the evidence is starting to show that maybe this really did happen. But
0: the U.S. Coast Guard is a perfect example, because um, when they finally brought me before a military tribunal, they charged me in 2003 with being depressed. It's not not a charge. You can't charge somebody with that. It was a case of first impression.
1: Did they have a doctor or anybody assess you? They
0: tried to. Just
1: some rando decided you were depressed, and they're going to put take it to court. Captain
0: French, French, he's he's related to or the same family as Melinda French Gates. Uh, French is her maiden name, so he's carrying on a scam. They they've set up this whole racket uh, within the National Maritime Center or the Merchant Marine. That the Coast Guard runs, that they created in 1997 or so, uh, to have officers in the Merchant Marine go through this whole process as their bodies are being thrown at China, uh, it, it's it's grotesque. It's uh it, it's war profiteering, and
1: that is war is. profiteering.
0: It's plain and simple.
1: But we know that they make profit off anything i mean they don't care about the misery of the people we just watched i like covid only in the sense that it woke a lot of people up and showed you how low they will go in order to make money i think that there's other areas we can point to like this they'll go they don't care they want to make and, money and they don't care the misery factory factor that's involved they
0: change the system over time little by little incremental where uh a royal family such as you know uh, the Saxons, the uh, this, uh, tax go, uh, Gotha or the Windsors, uh, they have a Royal family as the head of state. And they, over time, corrupt the process of other countries, especially Republics, uh, uh, to, you know, take them down. That, that's the thing about, um, living in a republic yeah we're free so we think to an extent that you know when, when we used to have the licensed personnel board and it worked it was in process for 10 15 20 years uh things were good you know they heard uh uh you you actually
1: Yeah, but you were messing with their criminal enterprise, and so they had to get rid of it. The more they can, they want to get rid of anything that has oversight that can interfere with their criminal activity. Just like I'm seeing in Minnesota, they're trying to get rid of the CARA program, which is the volunteers that work with child and CPS. They only have one to four children, and they make sure those children are fed and not abused, not trafficked. That messes up their whole system. You know you can't have so they're trying to get rid of it. It's just incredible. They
0: just brought in my hurt. Go ahead. uh, Psychological emergency response teams that go out with an officer and uh, it's a a psych officer that can have you arrested, taken away, into and put in and held for thirty or uh, three days. That was
1: you with them declaring you were depressed.
0: So well, they they they. They prosecuted me in room 5150. You know what 5150 means? No, what
1: does 5150 mean?
0: It's mental health uh, detainment for th- uh, 72 hours or whatever.
1: But mental health has been weaponized for many years. Anytime a whistleblower, the, if they can, they try to make you insane. Um, yes. I, I've covered other stories where they've stole, you know, the, the guardians of the court and stuff. They've turned people into insane or mentally incapable to make them guardians. And then they steal all their assets. Um, that's well, a major they, issue. They, Another, I mean, it's incredible, the criminal enterprise that we're under, but they did that yeah. to you. Now you weren't. Yeah. And so you were able to fight back successfully. Okay. So keep talking about that. No, you weren't, you no. weren't, you no. weren't able to no. fight back. No.
0: I wasn't. Uh, I I had in two thousand three, they prosecuted me for about a year. Uh, I had a lawyer. He was conflicted. He was a a, a mob uh, lawyer. I, I I
1: a lot of lawyers his are his mob lawyers. Frank, I, I'm no, that's but, what they it, are. But go ahead.
0: Frank Brucileri, I uh, had him, him recuse himself. He filed motions uh, on my behalf. He did all sorts of things before he he found my replacement, a man named Peter Forge. But him finding my replacement for me just extends the conflicts of interest. So when the Coast uh, Guard filed summary judgment, the all uh, oh, based on depression uh, ALJ. Well, this it, there's there's more issues that are more germane than. Getting into depression and all that and whatever, um, because the I, I say that because the administrative law judge, the the first one was uh, named McKenna. He he uh, oversaw or over um, sat on these proceedings that happened from two thousand three into two thousand four. He. The Coast Guard filed, and he he recommended that the Coast Guard file a summary judgment, and they he filed. They eventually filed it. He accepted it. A summary judgment on somebody's mental health, whether they're crazy or not. <clears throat> um, they accepted it. No hearing whatsoever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Eventually, um, a lot more happened. In between um, But then in 2008 They brought in a Walter J. Brzezinski. Um, It's not uh, uh, Like um, uh, I'm trying to think of his first name Leonard or um, Like Brzezinski um,
1: He wasn't related to the, the other guy
0: That's what I'm trying to think yep. But no, he, he spelled his name B-R-U-D But he was a uh, an officer in the Coast Guard and he's sitting on my case, which is a direct conflict of interest.
1: So okay, so they just wanted to shut you up and get you out and did it work?
0: No they no well they're doing more because they wanted to create this system with Captain French and Melinda Gates, French and you know uh, more this system of war profiteering, where they um, can get at the medical records without any um, due process, without any oversight, uh, circumventing they they're supposed to go to a Article Three judge get any anything on you. They're supposed to go to an Article Three judge and bring a, a suit against you in an Article Three court. But these are Article Two uh, executive branch officers. Pretending that they are judges and they have more weight than uh, a a circuit court judge or uh, an appellate court judge. They, you know, uh, Brzezinski's uh, bench, you, you call it a bench, but it's not. And he wears a black robe for disguise, but he's not. He's an executive branch officer. He's a policeman. He sits on his on his uh, bench in New York. So he came from the same place that Walter uh, Raymond J. Deary came from in New York, where the mafia is, you know. Sure.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: where is your case now? Okay. What is going on
0: now? Well, I've blown the whistle about all this stuff and everything I've experienced. To the weaponization of the federal government, because just I, recently, you know, start off, like, just
1: recently with this yes. new, and, and have you made any progress?
0: Um. Yes and no. You sent it to I, I, Jordan. I, I really right? need, Yes.
1: Did they get back to
0: you? I, I, not Jim Jordan.
1: No, but course. his staff. Um,
0: well, I spoke to one for a, a half-hour interview. Uh. uh but this is something that the American people need to get behind. you know, if, you, if well, you they need
1: to understand. The it. Story. What the thing is is that they don't understand how important this is, And I don't think our Congress they, they want them to be dumbed down, exactly. dumbed down and focused on cultural issues which are important. But if we get everybody all hyped up on cultural issues, then you're not going to pay attention to some of these core things that, that are fundamental to our to how we operate.
0: Well, to to staying alive as a republic, you know, because I, I would put it to you that since World War II, we have not been on, you know, very good ground because they passed what's called the Federal Administrative Procedure Act in 1947. It marries together all three of the branches of government, the legislature, the executive and the judicial in one branch under the executive, uh, to where you know Madison, James Madison, said that any two, any two of the great powers together, is you would result in tyranny.
1: Well, we and clearly... we have
0: all three. We have all three together. Under the executive branch, and that's this whole administrative state. Yeah,
1: we clearly have tyranny right now, but something like this needs to be cleaned up. When it's it's so important, they could shut down any of these lines and just.
0: Now you're yeah, yeah. they're gonna they're this gonna is do our major this. supply
1: they're, they're... chain. They could shut it down at any time. They're foreign, World Economic Forum owned outside of the United States, without supervision in our control.
0: Look at. Um, right. They're yeah, all foreign
1: yeah, owned. We don't I, have control of the supply chain.
0: Right. I, I agree with you. Totally. I, you know, I would do everything and anything to get me before the weaponization of the federal government, because that's what they've done. They've weaponized. They took the um Coast Guard uh in March 1st of 2003 from the Department of Transportation, where it was a civil service and turned it into a branch of military that that um it says it comes under title 10 and the ucmj okay title 10 in the ucmj is for the department of defense and that's for all the branches of military the navy the army the uh air force the marine corps and now the space force uh but over here in the Department of Homeland Security, we have the Coast Guard. That's a, now a branch of military since 2003, but it comes under a different version, and you can only have one version of any law, um, It that it comes under a different version of Title X and the UCMJ that doesn't have posse comitatus incorporated into it that they can involve themselves in civilian affairs.
1: So this is pretty, I mean, it's pretty complicated. There's a lot more to this. But, but do you understand i, what I do I'm understand. I, I think it's, it, we're at risk of our whole supply chain not being controlled by the American people and what that means. And, 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 and do, do you think that they put someone like Buttigieg in charge of this because he was oh, so yeah. incompetent he couldn't ever yeah. do, I mean, not capable of actually making a difference i mean it's important to put incapable or people who just yeah you don't want somebody who can actually figure it out and make a difference there you need somebody who kind of is just screwing around
0: well you you focus on um uh him taking time off so much time for you know his uh, paternal you know yeah i
1: mean i It's his personal life okay it's important Mm. but he's not capable of even getting to the root of this like has he even made an interest in hearing your story no yeah that's the kind of he he probably wouldn't even get it he doesn't under it's like Kamala Harris being in charge of the artificial intelligence committee I mean it's like they don't they just aren't qualified to understand I don't know giving it to a kindergartner to learn calculus
0: yeah but if you look at the Federal Administrative Procedure Act, it may it may sound mundane and uh, something that you don't want to get into or whatever. The Geneva Conventions was formed about a year before our Civil War ended. So in <clears throat> excuse me, in eighteen sixty four, they formed the Geneva Conventions, and it didn't have any uh people on it with uh a, an american point of view you know freedom uh it had mostly nobility and royalty there's a there's a difference nobility and royalty the uh titles of nobility act do you know about it
1: share it with the audience
0: well the titles of nobility act made it clear it was in, in the constitution and so they 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 tried to enforce it it didn't really go anywhere uh uh the war of eighteen twelve was about the titles of nobility act it's eighteen oh six uh they passed the titles of nobility act it was passed by well, what did the, it do uh, commenced it it forbid anyone who was royalty or nobility from serving as an officer, as you know, Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation, he can't do that, and um, as the CEO of GE. The, this this guy uh, David Nason.
1: What do you mean? So you can't be a noble and serve in those uh, in officer capacity or in like Secretary of Commerce or in certain positions. Right. You can't be nobility. We yeah. need it to be for the people of the people and that's what that act was for. The war and then what in, is it in place now?
0: Uh, no, it's not. It's, it, it, it's supposed to be but it is not important. You've got enforced, Nancy Pelosi too was Speaker of the House, uh, she goes back to um, the uh, oldest order of knights that the, uh, I think it was King Edward in 1300, some, 13 something, 42 or something, uh, that she's a member. She's an Order of the Garcher Knight or Ma'am, or uh, 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 they call the ladies Sir You you get the title if you you become a sir or a madam.
1: So it's supposed to keep them out, but they now they say, well, royalty doesn't matter. We don't do, and so there's an argument there. But she obviously went into like Feinstein. I think she was the one that went into Congress as a senator and came out like multi-millionaire. I mean, these people come the same with Feinstein or uh, um, Pelosi. I think she became a a billionaire. You, You. they could on their $180,000 a year salary.
0: He's a member of Davos.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. We need to, there's so much more here, but we're not going to finish it in this conversation. We're going to have to have you back. What would you, if there was one thing you want people to do, what is the one thing message? What is the one message you're trying to get across and, and across to this weaponization committee in Congress?
0: Um, there's so well, much. But how I about mean, this,
1: that they uh, need to listen and dive into this because our whole supply chain is at risk and it's own, foreign-owned. There's no checks and balances. It's the number one way that they're transporting um, organs, human trafficking, drugs, and it, since it's foreign-owned, they can owned, pull it, can pull can pull it at them any them. time and our country's at risk. Yep. So is that and a they good message? And, 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 and you, they, you have so much information on that that they need to look into
0: they don't understand how deep this goes and how old it is it's at least three four hundred years but, old. but the it's, but it's everything but it's more important like...
1: to what's happening right now who owns it right now what processes they're using right now and how we can change exactly is... what's happening now and make it pro-american um pro-human
0: well, right now, it, it something like the uh, Federal Administrative Procedure Act from 1947 is ruling the day. We're all in uh, administrative courts. That's a, a, a policeman gets to, like, they even have this in um, uh, traffic court, where you go in, you line up, you raise your hand with everybody else, and you swear in to a police commissioner. And you if you don't swear in, and you, when you're called to the podium, you say, uh, your honor, I didn't swear in. Uh, I didn't raise my hand. I would like to see an article three judge. Thank you very much. They will get you an article three judge, but you have to wait. So what you're seeing is an article two executive branch officer that is, it shouldn't even be there. He's wearing a robe pretending to be a judge. That's a felony, so I the, think, the, if you
1: impersonate a judge, but our judges yeah. are just wards of the you can get, this is no, a whole even, can of worms he, when it comes to our whole judicial system and how it's not what was originally intended.
0: Let me, um, back to World War II Federal Administrative Procedure Act and more, the Changing the, um, it needs to be changed back. Uh, Article 1 used to be our Department of War. It had the Army in it. It, They were inactive unless they declared a reason for a war and funded it for two years and so on and so forth. Um, We moved the Department of War and we changed its name to the Department of Defense uh, into and under the uh, Article 2 executive branch so now both the navy and the army are full-time under the president and one reason that congress had a branch of military that they could fund and you know was to protect itself or the country
1: well so that congress could make a decision on whether to go to war and that right now it's all on the president they don't have to go through congress anymore that's yep. yeah. Okay. So how can people follow you and learn more about you? Um, and I know we're going to have you back on a dive into some more of these details. Uh, Cause I don't, we just got to like a, a fraction of all the things that you want to talk about, but where can people learn Congress, more about
0: you? I, you know, you can search the internet, but it's getting very hard. Uh, they have sequestered me. I'm basically, uh, you know, I don't want to be melodramatic about it, but uh, I'm waiting to die.
1: Uh, um, Well, it's pretty serious. That's not, it's actually not too melodramatic. I've talked to other whistleblowers. If you don't get yourself out into the public eye, you are at risk. I have worked with whistleblowers who have been persecuted to incredible lengths. And uh, I, I, it's, it's absolutely incredible people who have asylum in different countries people who had to you know escape the just the on and on of some of the things put in jail weren't fed and given a new judge switch kept switching out judges brought them in from different districts i mean all sorts of things yep. i've seen a lot of stuff in my time at this point So it is very serious, and so you need to get make sure you shine the light on your story because if you don't, then your life is at. I I need a
0: job. I need. I haven't worked a regular job for twenty years. I haven't collected a paycheck in twenty years, and I'm still alive.
1: What do you do to make money?
0: No comment. I I don't now. I've had two strokes.
1: Oh, I'm sorry for that. Well, I think you need to just keep pushing and tell your story. The truth can set us free, um, yeah. and just you know, yeah. do your thing. So, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Is there?
0: I would ask that Go ahead. your listeners that they literally they've heard this story and listened to it that they file a whistleblower complaint themselves <clears> throat> about throat> me. And that you need to um, uh, get me before the weaponization of, because I start off my um, my complaint about the Coast Guard moving into um, the Department of Homeland Security. Let, let me throw out one thing. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security was started by an executive order that was, its number is 1-322-8. Do you recognize that 322?
1: No. What does that mean? I'm not. I know these numbers mean a it's, lot to them, but I don't haven't studied that. It.
0: It's the uh, lodge number of skull and bones oh. or the brotherhood of okay. death. And they they put that right in the middle. One and eight are important to numerologists, which we are not. And they are. Uh, and the, the 322 is their lodge at Yale.
1: Well, I'm not surprised. Okay, so that's what you need people to do. If you do, you have anything up on the internet people can read, or is there?
0: Uh, Yes, there's there's uh, the Ninth Circuit, um, uh, the the uh, order that um, Raymond J. Deary put out uh, about me. Um, You can go look at it, and you can find his name on it. Uh, But there's all sorts of other stuff with the Coast Guard. But they've been very good at um, having people, uh, uh, you know, directed um, to make sure that everything and anything about me is stricken from the record.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's very sad. I think that's why you need to have some public light because they amazing. They have amazing power um, over the judicial system. It's not a free and fair justice system like we like they advertise it as it just isn't there's some good well, people it, in the system but there's a lot of bad but, apples
0: but the administrative law judges are members of the executive branch they cannot rule on anything they cannot do anything the uh uh in london the administrative law judges are part of the judicial branch Big difference.
1: Well, okay. So that's a whole nother bag, of, you know, can of worms. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up and then we will go?
0: Uh, please, anything you can do to uh, keep me on, you know, being seen um, on your program, other programs, uh, explaining some of these issues. It's, they're important. Um, that, and and that's, that's my biggest concern. And getting before the weaponization of the federal government because it, it we're living in a critical time they are going to with the uh, advent of ai robotics and more they are going to uh, you know wipe out america it's just going to be one country between canada america and mexico it's going to be the the north american union it's going it
1: it, Although Mexico doesn't really happen. want to be part of it, and they're very different mm. in their ideals. Canada's the extreme World Economic Forum poster child, oh. which I don't want to have anything to do with. So it's quite interesting. Sure does. He's mm. a bad Crazy. guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because you used to think that Mexico was the most corrupt and screwed up, and then the United States next and Canada best. Now it's flipped on its head. Canada's the worst. We're kind of in the middle, and Mexico is the best right now. I based on freedom, well,
0: much as it started with um Bush, the uh events of 9 11, um, and everything that Bush did, like, like T Mobile was owned by German Telecom. German Telecom owned the it still owns uh T Mobile. Well,
1: that's because I, it's all. I, I, it, the Nazi Germany and things wasn't quite ended the way that people it. think it did and everything else, whole bunch of can of worms. Thank you so much for coming to this program. Thank you for having the courage to talk about this. And we will have you back to talk about more of these details because it really is with 97% of our global supply chain that comes in here. It really is a huge, it's they're a not, huge part of what we're dealing with. They're not even talking about the merchant marine right now. Yeah.
0: That's the first thing they should talk about because that is the protection, the water borders of our country, of our uh, nation state, of our yeah, well, they,
1: republic. With the mobs running it, <laughs> we know we have a criminal yeah. enterprise running everything. Well, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you.